This is the Business of Apps podcast, bringing you actionable insights from the leaders of the global app industry and the world's fastest growing apps. You can find more app news, data and analysis over at businessofapps.com. Welcome to the Business of Apps podcast. On this show, we invite app industry professionals to cover various topics. We promise to do our best to keep it both insightful but brief. In this episode, we have Yusuf Barachu, Director of Business Development at SearchAs.com. Yusuf, welcome to the Business of Apps podcast. Well, thank you very much for having me here, Art. How are you? Thank you. I'm doing great. Thank you for coming. It's great to have you on the show. So, I would say any writer wants his book to be read. Any director wants his movie to be seen. And yes, any app developer wants his beloved app to be used by people. For the last 12 years, the app marketing toolbox has grown to have a lot of tools in it. And it's wonderful and fine, but here comes the bot part. Here's the Apple Search Ads platform, which is the universe on its own. It's really powerful, of course, if you know what you're doing. So today we have Yusuf from searchads.com to share his insight on the platform and help you to be a better app marketer. But before doing all that, let's talk about you, Yusuf. First, uh, please tell us about yourself, your background, and how did you get into app marketing? Well, Art, um, I started my career in e-commerce, and I mean, I've been a search marketer since um, for the last um, 12 years. So that brings a quite, quite good understanding um, to, uh, you know, how to move on search marketing. And like three years ago, it was like back then, it's like one and a half years old platform, Apple Search Ads. And I started working on this at Mobile Action, a part of uh, searches.com. So for the last almost three years, I've been engaging with a lot of Apple Search Ads practitioners and thousands of different cases on Apple Search Ads. And this is what I do at the moment. Great. Uh, so let's talk about the, what is Search Ads? Um, what do you guys do? And quite frankly, why do people use your platform and not just go directly to Apple Search Ads instead? Well, um, Apple Search Ads is comparably a new platform, so this is how Apple does business. They just show you, okay, this is what what you should be doing, and that's it. But UA managers are quite acquainted with um, other digital marketing channels. They are quite easy to use. They have some practices, but it is not possible at the moment on Apple's own dashboard. First of all, we provide them a quite similar experience that they've been having with other digital platforms like Google, like Facebook, you name it. So once they come to us, uh, they're going to be able to have this experience plus they're going to be able to connect their Apple searches data alongside with their in-app conversion data, which is like MMP connection. That way, they will be able to manage their Apple search ads activities based on the real outcomes. This is basically what we provide. But on the other hand, um, searches.com is a part of mobile action, and mobile action has been in the field for ASO uh, practitioners. So that means we know which keywords are used in search marketing, and that's how our users can find keywords. And then eventually, with all things gathered here, they can automate their day-to-day activities. This is why they're coming to us. 
Uh, so you build upon Apple's search as providing tools that actually Apple is simply not possible to provide because you're you're helping people to basically plug in uh, search lines from Apple to their entire portfolio of tools they're using from uh, different channels and see the you know overall picture in one place. Uh, great. Uh, now, before uh, diving into the nitty-gritty of how uh, actually Apple Search Ads platform allows Apple marketers to boost uh, their app's growth, let's uh, give our listeners kind of a general view, a general picture of what is Search Ads by Apple and its capabilities. Well, um, we are Apple's official partner in campaign management, and we always communicate with them. And there is one really cool stuff that every marketer should know. On iOS platform, 60% of all downloads becomes after a real search. So why would you ignore this field? So um, imagine that in a, in a field that you can get like 60% of all your potential users um, and Apple searches is the easiest way to acquire the, the relevant users quickly. That's why um, any app marketer should have at least uh, have a site on what's happening there. So at, on Apple search ads, the capabilities provide you to use keywords and bid them as like a regular search marketing platform. And then uh, at right you know, scale, you can easily acquire users. That would bring you quite good profitable um, uh, user base. So in a nutshell, this could be a good explanation of what Apple Search Ads is. And uh, app marketers are being able to focus their um, marketing campaign based on uh, what um, gender location, like uh, just uh, you know, from the top of your head, what are the filters for an app marketer to use uh, uh, while he's running a search ads campaign? Well, um, Apple search ads has different layers. So in the different layers, you can just target different user refinements. So. You have campaigns, you allocate your budgets, and then we just create ad groups under that. In the ad groups level, you can easily define um, which um, demographics that you wanna uh, you want your ads to appear, to be appeared. So basically, you can just select uh, the genders, you can select age ranges, you can select even city locations. So based on that, you can target users. And under these ad groups, you put your keywords. And so you just need to understand what your users, what your potential user, who your potential users are and what they're searching for. All right. So imagine uh, somebody who's listening to us right now is already running ad campaigns with the search ads from Apple. And what should be the first step for these people to scale up uh, their campaigns and expand their, um, um, their app? Uh, user base? Well, um, obviously, the, to be able to find what their potential users are searching for. Uh, 
So the idea here is while they're searching for the service you're providing with your app, you should be there. So finding right keywords is the initial point that you should be um, taking care of. Then, um, I mean, based on, uh, based on the layers and its capabilities, you have a lot of room to play around, like allocating budget to um, a keyword group and then uh, you know, changing the bits of those keywords based on their cost per download figures. And this is the design that you should be focusing on. Well, once you accumulate all the inputs, there are some well-known uh, or like recommended uh, campaign structures. So most Apple searches practitioners use that. We strongly recommend our users to use this as well. Um, so out there, um, your competitors are bidding for your brand keyword. They're trying to steal it. That's why you need to protect your brand. So this is kind of a controversial issue, but most of the time app owners uh, start bidding for their own keywords to collect uh, what they already have for themselves. This is mm -hmm. just the first uh, approach. The second one, well, people are searching for the service. Like if you have a health and fitness app, people are searching for okay, uh, fitness apps, home fitness apps kind of keywords. So once this is researched by the user, you should be there. So these keywords are called generic keywords and you should uh, you know, collect them under one campaign. And on the other hand, so as your competitors are bidding on your keyword, your brand keyword, you can do the same. Uh, it is kind of a quite good move because if a user is searching for exactly uh, your competitor, well, that they could be a good fit for your product as well. So competitor keywords should be used in the meantime. And on the other hand, um, there's one more campaign structure or campaign type we recommend is discovery campaigns. So discovery campaigns, I'll tell how it is done, but the idea here, I mean, um, this is not a statistics from Apple, but this is a statistics from Google. Google says that 81% of all searches happening on a day becomes for the first time. This is insane. So people are searching new terms every day. This is this this ratio must be a, a quite lower low uh, on Apple side, but still you cannot know what your potential users are searching for. That's why discovery campaigns are quite important. All you need to do is like uh, using search match on algorithm on Apple. Once you use that, Apple just shows your app that Apple thinks your app is relevant to. So by that, I mean, with this move, you can easily identify, uncover potential keywords for you. And consequently, you're going to have the right uses for your app. All right. Got you. Now, uh, let's cover a couple of basics. Um, well, the basic notion that powers any search engine, obviously, is a keyword. So when we're talking to people or reading something, this is how we understand actually the meaning of the information we, uh, we acquire. So tell me about the significance of choosing the right keywords. Um, what should uh, what would you suggest to people to get it right? Well, um, like we briefly talked about in the previous question, but what I would say as an advanced recommendation, um, so there are thousands of keywords out there. To, I mean, to, to speak, you know, um, uh, loudly about that. So at Mobile Action Platform, we have around 6 million keywords crawled every day. This is Gosh. just only us. 6 million keywords. So people are searching, guys. 
So that's why finding right keywords is one thing, but using them in a in a consistent in a, in a most um, uh, comprehensive way is another thing. What I'd say while you're making your research for keywords, grouping them in tent-based would be a good idea. The reason, for example, you're a health and fitness app, you can just go for health and fitness, fitness apps, etc. These fitness-related keywords. Would, would, see, would be seen by your potential searches as a relevant app. So once the user search for it, your app will be seen. Your tap-through rate, I mean, the ratio from uh, impression to tap, will be high. But there will be some keywords. They won't be directly related to your product. They might be like, um, you, know, you know, the relevancy might be low. So these keywords should be treated differently. So to be able to group your keywords according to that will we'll provide you an, a, a, an understanding of what's happening with your campaigns. And with that way, you'll be able to manage your campaigns easily. So again, if we move from the health and fitness case, so, okay, um, if people are searching for, okay, um, lose weight keyword, well, it is relevant to your app, but this, this kind of keywords should be treated separately because their TTR, I mean, tap-through rate or their conversion rate, I mean, expectedly will be lower. Um, so that way you'll have a, 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 a comprehensive campaign structure and eventually you'll know what to do. Okay, what CPAs, I mean, cost per download I should um, uh, target and how I should manage. You'll see the picture and you'll get the relevant actions. So to be able to get every possible person to your app who um, may find your app useful and actually what he or she is looking for, you're having the core keywords that are uh, precisely targeted to your app, to its function, why people uh, would need that app. Then you go broader to the terms that are uh, defining uh, actually kind of the environment around your app, like what things can be relevant and people will be looking for those things and uh, finding your app. And this is how you making sure that every possible permutation of the keywords that are relevant to your app directly or indirectly are being used, right? Yeah, exactly. But before, before coming to this stage, this is what you're going to do eventually. But, you know, finding the keywords is another story. So um, Apple Dashboard provides you some keywords. That's fine. But, I mean, in my opinion, what I see, others, your competitors are already bidding some of the keywords in the market. So their involvement or their uh, aggression over there might give you clues if this keyword would be profitable or not. So, for example, on our platform, we provide these kind of information, intelligence data. So you just can easily identify, I mean, you should do this. You should easily identify your competitors, check out what their activities are on Apple search chats, see how aggressive they are based on their impression share. So that way you can say, well, I mean, this keyword might be quite relevant to mine. So maybe why not? I should try. So that kind of approach also would be, uh, could bring a significant difference. Got it. Uh, now, I think it's obvious that when we're talking about scaling, uh, scaling of search ads campaign, uh, like with any effort, uh, automation is what pops in your mind first. Uh, so let's unpack how exactly automation tool or tools can help marketers to boost their apps growth. 
Well, um, as an experienced search at my search as marketer, I mean, like a search marketing expert, um, the automation is a necessity because uh, imagine that you have an app uh, that is active in, let's say, 60 different countries. You're, you're trying to acquire users in 60 different countries, it, which means like, you have activities in 60 different countries. And in each country, maybe you're bidding like hundreds of different keywords and you have hundreds of different statistics. What kind of statistics like CPA, like cost per downloads, if you connect your API, uh, uh, your MNP, you're going to see your cost per trials, you're going to see your cost per subscriptions, all of them, all of the data that I mentioned is something that you should be watching out. Well, on the other hand, as, an, as a search marketer, you have your decision-making criterias. You can say, okay, in the United States, if my cost per trial is around 25 bucks, well, that's good for me. If it is higher than that, well, I, I shouldn't invest in this keyword because it's not profitable. So in that case, you're going to decrease your bid and get actions. Now, imagine hundreds of ad elements like that that you should be taking care of. Well, automation tool will help you to put those rules and the, next, the rest will be on the platform or on the automation itself. So easily, once you put your goal, like saying, okay, I'm after 25 bucks, uh, cost per trial, the automations will do, will do the rest. So basically, this could be a good use case. Right. So <clears throat> put it shortly, if you're not a superhuman being, you need to use automation tools. Exactly. Exactly. Now, keywords are awesome, but let's not forget that historically, the first way of storing and passing information was a drawing. To this day, pictures allow us to get information faster than keywords, the words itself. Uh, Yusuf, tell me about how do creatives on search as platform help marketers to speed up the app's growth? Well, until iOS 15 update, it, it was, I mean, it has been kind of um, limited, but still it was working. But I mean, before I tell you how it is used, uh, I'll just want to put a comment around iOS 15 and new uh, custom pages features. So Apple from now on will allow um, uh, app developers to put, to have different custom pages. The reason, like imagine in the search marketing, you just say that I want to be seen once a user search for this keyword and your ad will appear there. And once your app is, appears there, just the searcher just has have, has an intent. They just try. They make a decision there to see your creatives, the only and the most important asset you have there. If the creative, your value proposition, your app icon is relevant to the search, then the, the user is more likely to tap your app and maybe give it a try. So this is what we want, actually, right? Um, so that's why creative sets using creatives is quite important. At the moment, what you can do on Apple search ads, you can easily define and use your all of your creative assets and group them to, uh, to use in relevant search terms. We have a lot of use cases like that. To, once we use this creative set algorithm, it, which means once we show the users to relevant creatives, we get quite a good performance uplift. That's why it's, it is quite crucial. And as, a, as an Apple search ads expert, I'm quite excited what's coming up. 
with the with the new creative set assets, we'll be able to have a more flexible way of uh, optimizing this stuff. But bingo, this is going to bring another layer for <laughs> humans like us not being superhuman. We need automations. We're going to just, you know, assign different uh, listing pages. We're going to just direct our ads to the relevant ones. And there will be one more layer to optimize. So that's why creatives are one of the most important cases. Actually, as all app, app, uh, app marketers know, it is quite important in ASO part as well. Right. So to be more efficient, you need more information to go to make more um, informed decisions to uh, build your app marketing strategy better to acquire users more efficient to be able to retain these people but as you're getting more and more information being the same human being having the same brain having the same wait time every day it tells you that to be able to tackle that information and actually, actually use that information efficiently you need to have more automation tools yeah exactly now um Finally, um, what would be the takeaway for app marketers when it comes to Apple search as platform? What would you like people to keep in mind, like uh, kind of a, like the gist of this whole topic, like what they should keep in mind when they're building on their app marketing strategy and want to improve it? Well, um, I'd say uh, the main um, the quality traffic generator is search. So, because people there have an intent to get what they're after. So, if uh, what they're after is what you have, then you should be there. In that sense, um, I mean, uh, for an app marketer, Apple search ads is a quite good gem. So, that's why they need to be there. And once you do the right things, I mean, once you just follow the right strategy, well, bingo, it's not a rocket science and you can easily grow your business at scale on Apple search. That's why I would just recommend them to, be, to become brave with the right um, uh, tactics. We are now blog, searches.com. It just provide a lot of best use cases. I, I, I urge our users, I mean, you, the listeners, to have a look at there. Um, so even even checking out this um, blog and use cases will will help you ramp up quite easily. All right, terrific. Uh, I do hope people will check out those case studies and uh, see like uh, have a good examples of what they can achieve themselves. Yeah. Um, now. Uh, I have just a just couple more questions that are not related to search ads specifically. These are questions, and I'm asking every guest on the show. When I want, uh, I want to uh, give an opportunity to the uh, audience, to our listeners, to know my guests a little bit better. Just a few questions, and here comes the first one. What smartphone do you have now? Uh, have you been switching between iOS to Android and back, or just staying one side all the time? One side all the time. Uh, I am an iOS user, and I change my phone every two years. So uh, <laughs> this is how it works from my end. That's a nice face. Uh, what was your first mobile phone? If you can remember that device. No, I remember. It was Nokia 3310. Classic. All right. <laughs> Imagine you've left your smartphone today at home, what would be the most missing feature for you? 
Slack. Got it. I, <laughs> Work I, all the I, time. I, I, yeah, I could feel formal. So, I mean, all the time I get updates and I feel like I'm naked. I see, I see. Now, um, when you're looking at your brand new iPhone, uh, what technologists are you most excited about? Probably uh, there's something on the um, software or the hardware side that is missing, and you're kind of waiting for Apple to implement those things. Uh, well, there, I would say, the so we, we use all AirPods, and the, the listening quality is quite nice. I am quite an, an enthusiast in different types of music. I would love to have better quality recordings and well, uh, sound quality. Still, it's good, but it can be better. That's why I'm, 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 I'm looking forward to having new technologies around that. We'll see. There were a lot of rumors about the next generation of AirPods for this fall, but Apple were focusing on the different stuff. We'll see what's going to happen next year. All right. Before I let you go, just a very final question. How can people get in touch with you and get more information about what you do? Well, uh, just you can ping me an email at um, Yusuf. Y-U-S-U-F at mobileaction.co. Terrific. Thanks a lot for coming on our podcast. And uh, thank you for your time, Yusuf. Thank you. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. Great. Bye-bye. And that was Yusuf Baracho, Director of Business Development at searchads.com. To listen to more episodes, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, just search for Business of Apps and you will be able to find us easily. We're with episodes on Mondays, so subscribe and you will get new episodes on your smartphone, tablet, or computer as soon as we release them. And please don't forget to leave us a review and comment on iTunes. It is highly appreciated. And all episodes will also be available on businessofapps.com. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Thank you for listening to the Business of Apps podcast. For more, head on over to businessofapps.com.